Welcome back. This is episode 57 of rows 1 through 10. I'm joined today with Travis, as always, and he's back from uh, Volusia over the weekend. Um, and, and we'll be heading back down that way in, in just a few few short days. So uh, how you feeling, bud? How was the weekend down there seeing some sprint car action? Hell, man, dude, it was an awesome weekend. Like, I was uh, honestly early in the week. I wasn't even planning on going. And I, I went ahead and was able to take a vacation day on Friday and got done work at a good time on Thursday and got down there and stayed for Thursday and Friday's features and had to come back for something on Saturday. But, man, it, it was definitely a blast. And I'm glad I was able to make the trip down there. There's not a lot of sprint car racing around here, you know, I'm able to get to. So, to be able to do that it was so cool and what a blast i mean that's just an awesome place you know the access is unparalleled the racing is so good so it, the track was definitely in rough shape on thursday but they killed it and did an amazing job that track crew did to get the track right. yeah certainly from uh thursday to friday friday night the track was pretty damn pretty damn incredible uh, I was definitely in really good shape for as much rain as that place saw throughout the week. Um, you probably lost me there for a second. I was getting a call, but. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I was talking over you anyway. So I was just saying that for the transition from the track from uh, Thursday to Friday was definitely night and day. The track Thursday was all rutted out. And then Friday night was pretty smooth as glass. And, and they put on, put on arguably probably one of the, which is going to go down as one of the best races of the year. That was pretty awesome stuff between gravel and hot and shield there towards the end. I and I woke in. up, woke up on Friday morning, and I went out there and saw the work they were doing on the track. I from the account. I mean, it was early Friday morning, probably eight nine o'clock, and they were tearing that track apart and getting to work. And they spent all day doing work and and getting it ready. And they uh, it, they obviously killed it. And I think uh. You know, letting especially Thursday, letting the out the outlaws program go straight through was the right move. And then they let uh they let a little bit of the modified stuff get in. Like the track was so bad on Friday. I know a lot of people probably tune out after the outlaw feature, but they canceled the whole modified program Thursday just because of how rough shape the track was in. So yeah, but they they were able to get it ready for uh. Friday. I know those modified people, the fans there to see the modifieds and the modified drivers who came down there and they had Monday through Thursday straight through canceled. So that had to be frustrating. You had to feel for the people who were down there for that. But nevertheless, uh, an awesome job by the track crew, you know, getting that thing reined in and had definitely had a couple awesome nights of racing. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, I said the track crew definitely did a tremendous job. You said you could see Friday night all the big piles of uh, mud that they scraped off the top of the racetrack to, to get down to a raceable surface, uh, and it definitely proved dividends. I mean, I said that was a hell of a race we saw on Friday night. And I even thought, with how bad a shape the the track was in, the race was still very good on Thursday. I don't know if you felt this, so maybe I just feel that way because I was there. But I I still thought it was a very good race to watch and pretty entertaining and i mean i wish that late caution didn't come out because kyle was going to give donnie a run for his month that donnie was able to get going on that restart and get away but if, if that caution didn't come out we would have had a i think a tight 
classic battle on Thursday night between Kyle and Donnie. Yeah, actually Thursday I uh, I was just able to tune in for those last ten laps, so I didn't really see the battle leading up to it. So uh, yeah, it, it was definitely interesting, um, but cool to see Donnie Shots kick off the year with a win. Um, yeah. Well, you want to get into uh, recapping the show on Thursday? Yeah, go ahead. You you were there. I said I didn't get to watch it really, so I'll let you take this full stage for Thursday. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I got there like right as the first heat race was starting, and that was awesome to time that really good. And uh, kind of like the theme of the night on Thursday was how fast Aaron Reitzel was, and he uh, was a historic night as he was the first Toyota racing development driver to set the quick time in the world of outlaws. So. A little bit of history made there, and Reitzel was fast all night. He was good, and uh, he drew number two for the dash, ran second in the dash. So it looked like it might have been Aaron Reitzel's night, and he might have been getting ready to get back to victory lane with the Outlaws. But um, another guy is very fast. I have to give a shout-out to Jacob Allen. It was good to see him have a good run to start the season. And uh, another guy very fast is Anthony Macri. He drove the er, – he drew the pole and the dash and uh, ran third, ended up running third in that dash. So good for him. And then uh, as we got into the uh, – actually, Sheldon Hoddenshield, who ended up being the uh, winner on, on Friday night, as we'll get to, had to race in through the last chance showdown on Thursday night. But he was able to uh, – he was able to do that, and he was very fast in that feature and won the hard charger award and – said feature but definitely a rough track and some challenges throughout the night we know casey kane had he came off his uh he and he said like i can't remember what his exact comments were but he was just like wow i can't believe they ruined such a good racetrack like he was not happy and he's not usually a guy that you know you see go off like he did but he was not happy on uh on, on thursday night and then we got in that feature starting, and Donnie Schatz got the lead on lap one from P2 starting position. And, I mean, Donnie Schatz led wire to wire, but I still feel like there was good racing throughout the field. Like I said, Kyle Larson was, was catching him and making up a lot of ground. And then we uh, we had a caution with four to go, and Donnie was able to get a good restart, and we were single-file restarts the whole way because of the track condition. So, that boded well for for Donnie and he was able to keep command and it was uh it was his race hell yeah man sounds like it was definitely a good race for his, his uh tour up as the racetrack was it's interesting to hear Casey Kane make those comments kind of a guy that's kind of low down low low key uh you don't really hear him making much noise that's interesting to see him make those comments yeah, it was yeah, it was definitely got a, a lot of chuckles throughout the stands when he said that. But uh, the results on Thursday, we had Donnie Schatz winning, obviously Kyle Larson second, Aaron Reitzel brought it home third, David Gravel fourth, Anthony Macri fifth, Justin Peck sixth, Logan Schuhart seventh, Tyler Courtney eighth, James McFadden ninth, and our hard charger was uh, plus ten spots and ran P ten, Sheldon Hodenshield, which was obviously a uh, a prelude to what we saw on Friday night. Yeah, no doubt, man. 
and very cool have to add, especially with a, a challenging track like we saw on Thursday. And really the whole weekend, one of the most impressive things was, was the ability we saw from Alex Bowman. You know, he's only ran a handful of 410 races in his career, in his first career weekend running his first three World of Outlaws races, and he was able to race into the feature in all three races. And, I mean, he didn't even need the uh, the last chance showdown on, on Thursday. He was able to race in through his heat and have to give a big shout out to Alex Bowman for the performance we saw from him over the weekend. Yeah, and even continued continued into the week. Uh, last night, we sat on the pole for the uh, All Stars event there at East Bay. Um, I'm not sure how he's doing this evening. I haven't kept up with it this evening, but uh, I know, yeah, he's doing definitely well. But let's not forget that he grew up racing USAC, so he he's ran four tens without wings before. Yeah. So. It's definitely a little, it's a different discipline, but if anything, the wing's a crutch and, and it's easier for him. He's just, it's just crazy fast, he thinks. Pretty good for a hack, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, got to give a shout to him for that. <clears throat> I'm actually trying to get back to the tweets for Friday night so I can. Yeah, I mean, you talked that. about it. You, you talked about Sheldon running really well on Thursday, and uh, that, that definitely was a prelude to to what we saw on Friday. I mean, he went out and won his fir- the first heat there uh, and transferred into the dash. Um, I, I'm not sure here. I, I had to look. Uh, yeah, Gravel did win the dash, but Hodgefield ran second. Yeah, uh, Gravel was, was fast all night. Yeah, <laughs> Hodgefield and Gravel. Well, Gravel, they said, got out to a commanding lead. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, I'm good. Uh, you can finish what you were saying. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, Gravel got out to commanding lead, and then it wasn't until late, until late in the running when traffic became a play that that uh, Hodgefield and Sweet really put uh, pressure onto him. Yeah. Well, we know, like we were talking about, that they put a lot of work into the track, and it was definitely a, a very racy track we saw on Friday night. And really, uh, Thursday through through Saturday, one thing I wanted to definitely bring up while it's on my mind is just, like, the crowds there were absolutely incredible, just jam-packed all three nights, like, elbow to elbow, like, no doubt. I mean, I, like, I was kind of, like, locked into where I was in the grandstands and had to kind of, like, be that asshole anytime I needed to get out to piss or anything, so that was a, that was a pain, but, (laughs) but, I mean, a good problem to have, just a jam-packed racetrack and a lot of enthusiasm for for the season but as we got into friday yeah we know the work they did to the track and then so uh gravel had the the fastest car all night he set quick time that's right right yeah i'm trying to get that that brought back up but yeah i think gravel set quick quick time and uh yeah give me one second oh okay yeah so yeah gravel was quick time Sweet was second, Reitzel was third there. So another fast night for Aaron Reitzel. And then, um, yeah, we had our heat races and got to the dash. And sorry, that's pretty clunky. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep everything right. But yeah, so like we got to the dash, and the dash draw was gravel one, hot and shield two, and one story we actually kind of saw on Friday. And we never really heard any more about it was 
the little do to do that Sheldon and David Gravel got into where uh like one of them chopped the other. I didn't see exactly what happened, but then we uh like after after the the dash ended, then they kind of got into it and got in a little pissy match after that said dash ended. So I'm not sure what caused that, but those two guys did not seem to be too happy with each other at all on on Friday night, and that was one interesting story to follow, especially as the night went on and we know what, what happened in that feature and them racing each other. But never really got any comments from either of those two about it or heard any more about it or saw them having a conversation or anything. So I guess it wasn't as you know big of a thing as it seemed like at the time, but they definitely did – not from the way they were acting on the racetrack, seem too pleased with each other at all after that dash. Yeah, I think most of the time in these sprint cars, it's like more of a racing deal more, most of the time, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's trying to intentionally wreck it or, or hurt anybody or, you know what I'm saying? Uh, different when you have fenders on those cars, but like I said, it, it's more of a, just a misunderstanding at the time, and I, I mean, obviously, I had no tempers to get heated or whatever. That, that's probably all it was. Two guys say, yeah, they were, were definitely super competitive. Taking, they were definitely taking swipes at each other on that cool-down lap after the dash. Like, yeah. No, I, said, I, I didn't, didn't catch that, to be honest, but yeah, definitely, I know after the post-race interviews, both of them seem pretty happy. I don't know if they went and shook hands or afterwards or whatever, but uh, I know that they, they definitely – Gravel was definitely not upset about it. He didn't seem – Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, whatever it was, was kind of just like a heat of the moment thing. But, yeah, I think, uh, I think like, Sheldon cut across Gravel's nose during the race, and then uh, in, in response, Gravel took a swipe at him on the cool-down lap. And then sounds, sounds like a, a very Sheldon thing to do. Yeah, and then Sheldon took a swipe back when Gravel took his. Yeah, swipe. I can I can totally see that happening. Yeah. So yeah, that's not that's not surprising coming from Sheldon. We know how he likes to get at it, but I mean, we saw those two race each other well during the feature, and man, I mean, <laughs> what I mean, what can you say about that race? That's one of the races of the year. Might end up being the race of the year. That's race two of the year. And it, it was just incredible. I mean, it looked like it was going to be Brad Sweet's race. It looked like it was going to be David Gravel's race. And Sheldon was just – Sheldon was riding that high line, riding that that hard line, and would not get off of it. And he was able – I mean, I just could not believe he was able to make up the ground he made up from third to first on the final lap. But, I mean, we had those guys racing the shit out of each other, throwing sliders. Like, I mean, I just – it's not often that you see three guys stay that close the entire duration of that that battle. You know, like a lot of times you see a guy end up breaking away or two guys end up breaking away. But no, like those three guys were right with each other that entire time. And it was just absolutely incredible to watch. Yeah, it definitely was. Final, the final, what, five? Five or four laps there, that like, race was definitely super thrilling. Uh, you didn't know who was going to win, and it was a toss-up between all three of those guys. I, I feel really fortunate to be able to, to to have been there to see that. I mean, for not having gone to many sprint car races in person, I mean, that's – and to be able to see that as, you know, one of the races I'm, I'm fortunate to see, that's 
that was an instant classic right there. And that's a race we're going to remember for a long time. And I just, I feel fortunate to, to be able to have, have witnessed that and watch it. And man, it was just so damn cool. And, and what a race and what a start. To, I mean, that's your pick to win the most races, win the championship Sheldon. So he got you a win there to start that. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit, but uh, I, I got, I got a little, little teaser i want on that so yeah we'll get to all the picks here in a little bit but yeah the, i was just gonna say the video that we posted uh or you posted that that's friday night just doesn't do the, do the justice man you gotta go back and watch the uh third vision broadcast because it, it was just incredible racing by those three drivers yeah for sure and yeah one uh one we'll definitely be talking about for a long time. That's 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 um that's for damn sure. Yeah, and also a shout out to the uh, Dirt Vision crew for for Chase and Chase Robin for giving us a shout out uh, on Friday night uh, with his interview with David Gravel, who he picked to win the championship last week on here. So that was really cool to hear that come across the broadcast. Um, that was so funny, man. Because like, so when that happened, I was standing at Casey's pit. And I was just kind of like hanging out and minding my own business and like not really like listening to like the interview or anything. And then it's just like it's playing over the speaker. And then I hear the Rose One through Ten podcast. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) And then like I turn around. So I start, I see, I look up at the Jumbotron and he's talking to Gravel. So I start walking towards Gravel's pit. And I see Chase riding away on his four wheeler, and I went up and dapped him up. I was like, "My man, it was, he was like, I didn't even catch where I guess like one of you asked him to like work yeah, it in." Putty, on the show. Putty had asked him last week. Putty asked him, okay, because he was like, "Yeah, uh, Derek asked me," and I, I told him I'd do it, and I was able to get it. And I was like, "That's where I was like, well, they're both named Derek, so I didn't know like which one of you he was referring to." I guess I just like didn't catch that whole thing on the on the show last week but man that was uh like when he said that i was just like there's i was like am i am i doing crack like did i just hear that like <laughs> like i thought i was like hallucinating it like i'm just sitting there chilling minding my own business and then i hear like a rose one through ten name drop yeah pretty neat bud so that was awesome and that's our that's a big you know we got on putty Putty put his, puts in the work because he got us on – I remember one of the All-Stars broadcasts. He got us a name drop last year, and then he was able to get us this year. So, uh, now that shout-out in uh, in Florida. So, shout-out to Putty for putting in that work to get us those uh, those mentions. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I guess we can transition into Saturday night's events. Yeah, we can we can uh, we can do that. Sorry, I'm trying to get a stream for this basketball game working, and it's not cooperating. I have a large sum of money on Providence tonight, so need uh, <laughs> need the Friars to pull that off. But um, yeah, as we got into Saturday night, which I was I wasn't able to stay for, had other things going on, but definitely a great show, and I was uh, able to do a good job. I thought covering that on the account and got some good tweets out and. Just a lot of a lot of good action over a weekend, and I mean it was a third good night of racing. So uh, as we as things got going, um, we get the the qualifying, and we'll go from there. Uh, yeah, we didn't do anything so qualifying. We we, we, we had the first heat. You had Corey Lyson and Brent Marks advancing to the dash. 
Yeah, Corey Eliason set quick time for the night, so that was cool for him. But yeah, but, and then Hodgefield writes over rounding out the rest of uh, Mesito rounding out the the five to advance the feature out of Heat One. Definitely some some cool names to get to the dash. You know, you had Eliason get uh you had Eliason get to the dash. You had um uh Carrie Madsen, Craig Kinzer, Dietrich. I was looking at the wrong thing. Ignore Brock, that. Brock you, made it there. Yeah, it was Craig Kinzer, David Gravel, Corey Elias, and Brad Sweet, McFadden, Brent Marks, Brock Zierfoss, Donnie Schatz. Yeah. Was your eight that advanced to the dash. So then, then David Gravel won the dash. So it looked like and ultimately ended up being like it was another night that was going to be David Gravel's. But Craig Kinzer was able to finish second, and a, a great night for him and that team. As we know, he's a guy that's looking to have a, a big year this year, and he was able to to do that. And then uh, Spencer Baston won the last chance showdown. Logan Shuhart, Shark Racing guys kind of struggled in general on Saturday, and Shuhart and Allen had to had to race in through the last chance showdown. So, and then um, and then I lost the tweets. So let me get back to that real quick. Um, but then we, uh, so we had our feature set and then it was an awesome feature. We had, uh, number one. Oh, and then can, we can't forget in the last chance showdown, we had that gnarly Casey Kane wreck. So just thankful and relieved to see him walk away from that. Cause that was a pretty nasty wreck to see. So good yeah, to when you, uh, said he was t- talking about the track conditions, I, I just thought about that that uh, he had a really terrible weekend there, especially with that, that, that ending his night there Saturday. Uh, and just hope to see him back soon. I know he, he definitely probably rattled his cage pretty damn good um, from from all the angles that I've seen of it. It looked like a pretty nasty lick. Yeah. And speaking of nasty licks, we saw during the – so during the feature, like the first half of the feature is pretty – Cut and dry. David Gravel maintained a good lead. Craig Kinzer was in second. And then, like, the hard hits led me to Craig Kinzer smack the wall, tore his shit up running second. So, that was disappointing for him. As it's always crazy, you know, when the, the broadcast is like, we have a caution. And then, like, you see the car pop up, and it's a car that was running really well. And all of a sudden, like, Craig Kinzer, who was running second, having a really good night, and we see his shit all tore to hell. And I was like, damn. So, but he was he was out and okay, so that was good for him. And then uh, we saw a restart. Uh, Brent Marks was able to challenge Gravel a little bit off the restart, but and able to to I would Gravel didn't exactly um, like he he had like a two second lead at one point, and then brent was able to cut back down into that a little bit but it was always going to be gravel's night it seemed like it was going to take something to 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 lose that for him and we ended up seeing gravel um gravel take it home and then uh brent mark second james mcfadden third completed the podium and then sheldon Hodenshield completed a great week with a fourth place finish brad sweet fifth donnie shot sixth. Corey elias had a great night he was seventh great night for gsls he was eighth and then Logan Shuhart. Yeah, he, he probably had the best night of all. I mean, twenty-two to eight. Uh, and and that's where I said I said the Shark Boys struggled, you know, before the feature, but they both 
Uh, Logan finished up 13 spots from 22nd to 9th, and then Jacob drove from 24th to 12th. So they kind of battled each other for that hard charger award, and both were able to make up a lot of ground through that field. Yeah. And like I said, good shout-out to Brent Marks. That's a good second-place finish. Uh, I know he didn't have the first uh, good good uh, Thursday night on that rough track. Um, ran pretty decent on Friday, and, and then followed it up with the second-place one on Saturday. Yeah, I was definitely watching and pulling for Brent. I'm sure we all were and hoping he could uh, he could get in there and, and steal that one. I know we were, uh, we were pulling for him, but P2 is – certainly a, a great run for him and that team down there in Volusia so yeah no doubt man and we talked about it David Gravel picked up the the, the big gator there for the second time in his career um yeah he finished he finished fourth on Thursday a second on Friday and then a, a, the win on Saturday so definitely well deserving most consistent car probably of the weekend the big gator this year was basically just the world of outlaws points because um all the all the all stars races got canceled, so it was just based off those three outlaws races. So Yeah, no yeah. And and I, I went back and listened to last week's episode and I know what you meant now. You talked about going to head to head with the supers um yeah, at down at New Smyrna. They had I believe super late models and, and modifieds. And I believe that race sold out. Uh, So pretty cool to see that for a local short track. Uh, Talk about a hell of a week, man. If you're down there in the Daytona area, you got racing basically all week leading up to to the biggest race of the year for stock cars. Oh, that's awesome. Speed Weeks is more like obviously a lot of people are, you know, just into NASCAR or like that's their thing. But like Speed Weeks is not just like a NASCAR thing like. To me, I consider it like Florida Speed Weeks in general. Like, yeah, there's so many good. Ra- there's so many, so much good racing down there. You have the um, the midget racing at Bubba Raceway Park there in Ocala. Yeah, is another. So I mean, you have just an absolutely loaded week or two of racing. Um, you had what was William Byron racing and got a win. Super late uh, model. Yep, he was able to get a win. So, um. Yeah, I mean, really awesome stuff. You obviously you have the dirt late models that's on right now as we speak. Actually, I might put that on here on the TV now that I think about it. But the uh, the World of Outlaws case construction, by the way, that's an announcement we saw this weekend. A new sponsor for I was I was staring at like the World of Out. It was funny. I was staring at the World of Outlaws late model banner they had up on Thursday. Like, oh, huh, I wonder if they're going to get a sponsor this year. And then literally the next morning. They announced like case construction, and then they had taken, like they were quick with it and had those case construction banners out and ready to go. And like, oh yeah, I'm sure the deal is basically all but inked. Yeah, and then I was down in the pits and saw like the case construction people were going around and putting stickers on all the full time out uh, outlaw sprint cars. Like that's part of their deal because they're an official sponsor of the sprint car series too so they were down there getting stickers on all the full-time outlaw driver cars nice so that was pretty cool they're actually in a rain delay i put the uh late models on so oh interesting it wasn't raining at daytona international speedway so it's kind of interesting and they have the um i haven't watched any of it yet but i guess i'll have some now the uh the non-wing sprints 
four tens, what the super extreme, whatever they're called, like yeah, they the have, extreme series. Yeah, they had their uh, they had their debut yesterday, so that's awesome. I know there were a lot of, I mean, they were pumping that up all weekend, and a lot of big names racing that, so that was pretty awesome to see. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of the outlaw guys uh, are over at East Bay. Uh, if they're not at East Bay, they're just hanging out. But I know Alex Bowman went over to East Bay last night. Um, I'm not, not sure how, who all would be over there tonight with all the NASCAR stars uh, being at Daytona. So just, yeah, I love, like I said, with Speed Weeks, is not just about NASCAR. It's racing all across the state, really all across that little area. I mean, 40-mile radius. That covers New Smyrna, Daytona International, and Volusia Speedway. So that's so one like thing, a hotbed. One thing I was thinking with 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 the East Bay, by the way, and the All Stars. So, like, <clears throat> I was gonna get my flow. I was gonna get a flow subscription for the year, but then I was thinking, why would I pay for a flow subscription now to watch two All Stars races and then not have any All Stars races for two months? And then, I mean, there's other racing, obviously, but if we're, like, the sprint cars and the all-stars are going to be what attracts most of their people. So, like, why not have some sort of, like, different setup for, you know, because, like, and I guess they have the Chili Bowl in January, so you can look at it that way and start your, but either way, it's, like, there's, like, a hole from now, like, this bridge from now till April, where if I bought a Flow subscription now, I wouldn't be watching anything, so I just, like, I wish there was a different layout. Uh, they're, they're getting a whole lot more content on there. I mean, it's not just sprint cars nowadays. I mean, there's a whole lot more racing. So it's like, if you just enjoy racing, then it's a good thing to get. Um, but yeah, I mean, if if you're not if you're not watching a lot of racing and you just want to watch sprint cars, then yeah, I'd wait till April to get it. Yeah, I'm sure there's like like a lot of people who are thinking about it that way. Where it's like, that's like two months you can save yourself for your years, which they need to get a monthly deal set up there on Flow. Like, I feel like I love, I like Flow is a great platform, but I do feel like they're kind of like behind on the times where they probably lose a lot of customers who would, you know, they would, uh, they, you know, they would subscribe if, if they could pay the $20, $30 monthly fee or whatever. But now when Flow, you can only pay the full year 150 at one time that detracts a lot of people who don't want to just drop $150 up front. So I feel like they chase off a lot of customers doing that and, you know, would have more people willing to get a subscription and watch their races if they, if they could have like a monthly deal set up. Yeah. I mean, I said, you just got to wait to the right time to get it, I guess. Yeah. But even then, it's like no matter what time, like you're gonna have a lot of people who just like straight up don't want to spend a hundred fifty dollars right up front and lock. Well, it's like how many months are you planning on watching it? Well, yeah, I mean, probably a, a lot, but and it's well, so, so obviously it's like, but the, so I, yeah, the money's gonna like balance out regardless. But still, it's it's the idea of spending a hundred fifty dollars up front. Well, I know it financially it, you're spending the same amount of money, but there's a lot of people who just see that and are automatically detracted, like oh, one hundred fifty dollars. But then if it's twenty dollars a month or yeah, whatever, they, the they just need to yeah. do a better job getting a, 
the idea of how much content there is on there for what you get. Yeah. Well, like Dirt Vision, we see them offer the monthly subscription and. Yep. So. Yeah, just something I was I was thinking about there, but nevertheless, uh, great racing with the All Stars. I wasn't able to catch that race at East Bay last night, but we know Tyler Courtney got a big dip victory, and we saw uh, Alex. Excuse me, Alex Bowman with a lot of speed. So good for him, and it seemed like some really good racing there. I saw some of those highlights on Twitter. So. Yeah, I didn't catch any of that. I was uh, busy eye racing last night. Hell yeah. Well, um, yeah, I'm just trying to think. Uh, any other stories from the weekends with the outlaws? And oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I will run through. Uh, we'll do a kind of a how many picks we got right. Uh, Chase Rodman got one of the three right, not on the correct day. Uh, he had Donnie shots on Saturday. Uh, instead of the Thursday. Um, and then, Travis, you had Donnie Shots winning Saturday as well. So you had one right, but not correct day. I had Gravel winning one, too. I had Gravel Friday. Uh, you you have Bread Sweet Friday, according to I, my career. Uh, yeah, you have Gravel fr- uh, Friday. Sorry. I yeah, I, thought, I think I had Sweet Thursday, Gravel Friday. Yes, you got two. Two. Not a, and then I had two as well. I had Donnie on Thursday, and then uh, Sheldon was. Uh, I had Saturday, but that wasn't correct. He won Friday, but still picked up the win. And then Putty, he had Sheldon on Saturday, um, so not a correct day, but still got a win there. So yeah, just uh, update y'all on that. I know that's big for Donnie. That you know. I mean, what it? I mean, he had that heartbreaker on Sunday in Volusia last year, and then it took him to like what race thirty-eight of the season or something like that before he finally got that first win. So, I mean, Chase mentioned it on the broadcast, and like he got that win on Thursday, and like Donnie shots like and that team like they just like they have their mojo back, like they're ready to go this year. Like whatever they were missing before, they're not missing anymore, and like. They're 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 gonna be they're gonna win a lot of races and be championship contenders this year for sure. I think a lot of people are gonna win a lot of races. It's gonna be the competition is just fierce and throughout, man. So many good names, and you're gonna have guys coming in, some some outsiders coming in trying to win a lot of big races. Some guys going part time schedules, um, like Geo Celsi kind of deals and stuff. So yeah, it's just gonna be a lot of a lot of stiff competition up and down. Uh, night in and night out you know, on that World Outlaws tour this year. Man, I'll tell you some major props to give is Kyle Larson and their merch team. They just kill it. I mean, they come to everywhere they go. They have new awesome designs, and I mean, they just they sl- <laughs> Kyle Larson slings some fucking shirts, man. I mean, there's a line at his rig like throughout the weekend, and I mean, they were like, I mean, they were like. I saw so many people with, like, the different, like, swamp surfing design. Like, I'm wearing it right now, and that made me think to say something about it. And I mean, they got all these new nice hats with his new logo that everybody was buying. They got a NASCAR, like, a shirt with, like, everything he drives that says, like, having a record year for 2021. Like, that's awesome. I mean, his merch team, they just – I mean, and they were there slinging it. Like, so – yeah, it's, it's easy money to be made, you know, so why not? 
Yeah. And yeah, so maybe- uh, speaking of of the merch, uh, we'll do a little little uh, special party here. We got a little giveaway, right? You got something to give away? This oh week? yeah, yeah. Now that's good. Um. So yeah, anybody- uh, well, yeah we'll, we'll do that. We're gonna we'll, we'll, we'll kind of wait till. I mean, obviously, if you're listening at this point, uh, you you're a pretty steady listener here. So we'll do. The keyword, if you keyword us and just uh, either DM us or mention us, the, the word koozie will get you another entry into the into the drawing. Yeah, we'll do an extra entry, but uh, I mean, do you want me to say what it is? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, that's why I did got, the keyword. Like, I mean, we're talking about Kyle Larson swamp surfing. We got the swamp surf. I mean, that's a badass design. I got a license plate signed by him with that. I got a koozie for myself. I got a shirt. I got a koozie to give away. Like, they definitely got some of my money. So, we'll be giving away one of those Swamp Surfing 57 koozies. And then we got a sticker, a nice sticker. I have the same sticker on my cooler for the Dirt Car Nationals and uh, Volusia Speedway Park. So Oh, you also got a sticker to give away. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shit. I didn't realize that. But Yeah, I'll... yeah, yeah. It was the... I don't, are I you said... doing that as a pair or is that a... Is that a two two separate giveaways we'll do a pair we'll do a pair all right he's feeling generous pairs and shit well and also we'll be doing probably uh have us some some giveaways when we come back from daytona next week which we'll get into all that here in just a few minutes nascar side but um yeah yeah, man we got a giveaway so stay tuned for that on the twitter um maybe we'll post something on instagram as well but yeah I say uh, DM us or or mention give us, add, add us the at the word koozie, and we'll get you an extra entry for that. Yeah, so do that. Get you an extra entry. We'll make the requirements. You know, retweet, <clears throat> follow us to. And don't get, when you post right. it, don't don't tell the folks, the regular folks, that they get the keyword koozie extra entry. That's it's our everybody. secret. Yeah, everybody listening secret. All right. And that's why I usually like to do with the giveaways. I mean, I've done a couple times where, like, you got to send a screenshot of you, like, playing the podcast. Just because, like, yeah, it's, it's a good direction on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, you start listening so you can get an entry. And then you, like, listen to our dumbasses talk and you, you get interested. And then it's a good way to, to keep it going. So we'll definitely, damn, damn uh, we'll definitely be doing that. Damn, oh, yeah. I'm thinking about all the money we're going to spend. Like, I spent this past weekend and this coming up weekend. Well, and who knows? The money definitely this weekend. I, I sent you money uh, today, tonight. So, I don't know if you got yeah. that. I figured you were grocery shopping for the weekend. You might as well need some money. So, <laughs> I was about to say, man, I spent some money over that. Ah. I was just thinking about that. We got one more of it this weekend. So, it's going to be a hell of a time. Yeah, it's speed weeks, dog. Uh, Are you going to see Whiskey Myers by the end of that? No, I, I'm going to – I totally forgot that it was the uh, iRacing NIS uh, Daytona 500. So I'm going to run that tomorrow instead. Oh, okay. It's one of my favorite events of the year. So I was like, eh, I'll pass. I've seen – just saw Whiskey Myers earlier this year. So yeah, I I'll catch him, catch him in the fall time. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was curious. Especially, when like I said, with Speed Weeks coming up, it's uh, – Bank account's gonna be hurt. Cause yeah, I was thinking about that too. Cause next week I'm gonna see my favorite artist, Eric Church, and down in uh, your home state of Virginia. So, pretty excited for that. 
All right. Well, you got any more about the sprint car action from Volusia this weekend? No, just an awesome weekend. Uh, uh, speaking of over the weekend, Tim Duggar, new song out. Check that out while we're on the subject of music and the weekend. So check that out. Good for him. And he'll be performing at the Opry Nashville race weekend. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. But, um, but no, nah, as far as sprint cars, no. Nah. I mean, I love Volusia. I love visiting that place. I can't wait to go back. I mean, it's a, I'd say for, you know, dirt track facilities, it's a nice place. You can go there, just hang out. You can stroll around. I had about a 30 minute conversation with, you know, one of like the cleanup crew guys there that lives in Daytona and he knew nothing about sprint car racing. And I was telling him, he's like, you drove five hours to watch this. And I was like, hell yeah, I did. <laughs> like, but nah, so he was a cool guy. And I mean, just, Hey, I mean, I love the outlaws. I love dirt track racing. I mean, they, they all do such a good job. So just thank you to everybody involved with that for an awesome weekend. Yeah, man, for sure. I'm glad you had a good time. Glad you made it down there. Um, yeah, when I was went back and listened to our podcast with Chase after the World Finals, you mentioned that you wanted to get down there for Volusia the Speed Weeks, and, and you made it happen. So kudos to you for that. Um, yeah, the World of Outlaws are off this weekend while we're in Daytona, so that's kind of nifty, kind of handy. So we won't miss out on anything, and then we're back. And in two weeks, uh, the 25th and 26th, down in the Dirty South, we head to Mississippi. That was Magnolia Motor Speedway. And then Louisiana for the Rev. So, yeah, a couple of races coming up in a few weeks. And then uh, it's race season. We're here. It's already here. So should have a – I'm going to try to get have a special guest that I got uh, in contact with next week. Leading into those, I don't know if he'll be going down there for those races or not, but uh, he's a little busy racing tonight. I'll give that little tease, but uh, going to try to get in touch with him and have him on. So stay yeah, tuned. He, he, he should be racing at those races. He should be following the World of Outlaws schedule, I believe. So yeah, stay tuned. Hopefully, hopefully we can make that happen. Oh, and, oh, uh, oh, one more thing for the weekend. Speaking like uh, this, not who we're talking about here. Got to meet Brett Marks for the first time uh, myself. I know you met him, obviously, and that's how we got in touch with him. But, you know, I was able to be like, hey, I'm the Rose one through 10. You know, we interviewed you. And, I mean, he's an awesome dude, and he was appreciative for all our support and said he can't wait to come back on the show. So we'll definitely have him back at some point. But just an awesome dude, awesome crew they have there. Just yeah. easy, guys to, easy guys to root for. Definitely. When I met them uh, after – I believe it was the summer nationals up there at Williams Grove. Uh, I was quite, quite, uh, I was feeling good, we'll say that. And I just went up to him, but yeah, real genuine guy, real down to earth, and, and just easy to talk to guy. So yeah, real, he's definitely a friend of the show, and we'll, we'll definitely get him here on here in the next few weeks. So stay tuned for that as well. We're a Myerstown Missile podcast. <laughs> definitely, su- definitely a supporter of his. I need to get get some merch. So I know I was hoping he had some this weekend. They didn't bring any down this weekend. He said they're getting some new designs. Nice. Uh, so that, well, that, as soon as they drop the new design, I'll definitely get something. Yeah, yeah. But, if you get if you get to any races there in PA, I'll need you to pick some up for me. Yep. All right. Well, 
that, that pretty much wraps it up for the World Outlaw Sprint Car side of things. Um, we kind of talked about it. We're heading down to the big, the big track this weekend. Um, Daytona, man, we got a weekend full of NASCAR stuff heading this way. So we'll we'll do a little season preview. You want to tell us about practice real quick? I wasn't able to catch any of that, but anything notable uh, there? I, I don't have practice speeds pulled up. I wouldn't say anything notable. Just uh, you had the Toyotas doing a, a, a kind of a draft pack with the five or six of them. I was going to uh, say, I think I saw Truex was the fastest. That's uh, I, he was at one time. I want to say a Ford. The Fords were quick at the end of the first practice. Uh, and then second practice was a lot of single car runs just because of qualifying coming up tomorrow night. Uh, everybody's trying to get trimmed out for that. And then they'll switch, flop over to, uh, I guess what, you can't really flop over. You, you're, what you what you set for tomorrow night is what you got for the duels. So after the duels, I believe you can make adjustments. But, yeah, man, nothing. just exciting. Uh, everybody's, I think, definitely a little timid on edge. Uh, not not tearing any equipment up because they've only got one of these things, if not one extra per team, not not per per car, not per driver, but per organization. So if Hendrick Motorsports, if three of their drivers get wrecked, only one of them is getting a backup car, I assume. That's just what was fascinating to me is, like, a lot of these teams do not have backups. And, like, I mean, like, I mean, if they get tore up, like, they're going to have to find an extra car somewhere, right? Like, if, if Alex Bowman and Kyle Larson get in a I mean, the good thing the is that like, these, these cars come in parts. So, I, I wonder how many parts they have versus, like, actual race cars, you know what I'm saying? I, I assume that they have more parts than race cars, if that makes sense. I think I also heard, I guess, one thing, too, is, like, you don't have – it doesn't have to be your own – backup car so like correct if, if front row tears up a car they can go to roush and buy a car from them and right and like i said i'm sure there's more parts than anything so if if, if you do tear stuff up you're going to hope and try to piece it together because i mean obviously these things you can clip the front end it's just bolted on so you could just bolt on the front end if you get you know what i mean somebody's somebody will have a, a front end there that you can bolt on to make the race. Um, but it would definitely be interesting. I, I would really want to go back and rewatch the 2013 race again because I honestly, I, I texted you that night and and said, man, don't be surprised if this is the kind of race we see uh, this year. And I, I have a feeling that is the kind of race we're going to see this year. I think it will get crazy at the end, but certainly it's going to be a lot of riding around getting to the end, I think, this year. Yeah, I mean... I already. I hope not. But no, yeah, everybody much. hopes not. But I mean, I just have a feeling that's how it's going to play out. Yeah. Well, with that being said, you want to get into our season. What? So, what do you want to do first? Daytona 500 preview and pick, or is like season? Mm, we'll save Daytona for the last because that's kind of like we'll do the we'll just do like a season preview because I just I, I didn't really pick anybody for Daytona. I'll just have to do that off the off the cuff. Well, you want to start off by giving me. You're eight. Well, you're yeah, well, we'll start with trucks and we'll build our way up to cup. And then I guess we'll do Daytona after that, you know. So uh, I was going to say series, eight playoff drivers, they, 10 playoff drivers. They, yeah, they expanded to 10 playoff drivers this year. Um, and around, I think that was last year, too. So. 
Uh, was it? Maybe I yeah. didn't. Okay. Uh, either way, well, I don't think it was. Either way, no, it was last year. Okay, it was. I remember now. Either way, the round of ten is Gateway, Canada, hopefully, uh, Canadian Tire Motorsports Park, uh, and then Bristol. That's the round of ten for the Truck Series playoffs. Well, do you want to do you want to give your ten drivers who you think are going to make it there for that for the truck playoffs? Yeah, sure. I mean, I didn't do it in any order. I just got it as listed as like who's going to make it. So I I didn't yeah. really do yeah. it that way. Um, but yeah, uh, you got Chandler Smith, Ben Rhodes, John Hunter Nemechek, Carson Hoskovar. Corey Heim. Corey Heim is not full time. Oh, he's not. Yeah. Uh, well, scratch that. I don't know. I'm have to pick, find somebody else. I don't know. I I would have to pull up a whole another list here. I'd have already closed it all out with my computer. Um, well, scratch Corey Heim. So I'm gonna give you nine drivers: Grant Enfinger, Christian Eckes, Haley Deegan, mm. Matt Crafton, and uh, Tyler Ingram. Okay, so, um, I guess you got one more to fill in. Did you say Stuart Friesen? Yeah, that sounds perfect. So he'll win. Also, he'll win Knoxville. Or Zane Smith would be another good one. Uh, there's already one Smith boy in. I think there's only room for one, so we'll go Stuart Friesen. All right. Well, my ten. I got John Hunter, Grant Emfinger, Chandler Smith, Ben Rhodes. Christian Eckes, Tyler Ankrum, Zane Smith, uh, Chase Purdy, who's full-time for Hattori, um, Stuart Friesen, and Jack Wood, full-time for GMS. Those were uh, those are my 10 I put in. Hell yeah. So uh, two drivers I have going out in the round of 10 are Jack Wood and Chase Purdy. I don't know if you did all that, like, specifically, or we can just get to our final Yeah, I didn't do all to. that. I, I will give you my final four, though. Um, as I said, this is in no particular order, just kind of how I wrote them down and, and start them. Uh, I'll go Ben Rhodes again, uh, John Hunter Nemechek, Christian Eckes, and Matt Crafton. All right. Uh, mine, I got... John Hunter, this isn't the order I think they'll finish in. I'll go ahead and give the order I think they'll finish in, I guess, and then you can do the same for you. But I have Grant Enfinger. I, 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 I ain't doing all that. <laughs> I'll just say, I, okay, well, I have Grant Enfinger as my champion, and then who I'm so excited to see back full-time in the series. Hope he has a great year. I picked him to be my champion. I got John Hunter, Chandler Smith, and Christian Eckes as my other three championship four guys. All right. And then who's your champion? Uh, I'm going to go with the guy that probably should have won it last year, had, I believe, the most wins on the season. Um, definitely dominating season and just kind of – I mean, when it's a one-race format to win it all, it just doesn't, doesn't pan out always. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek. All right. But yeah, well, I, I was just – I have written down here that uh, – yes, the round of 10 is Gateway Canadian Tire Motorsports Park, Bristol, uh, round of 8. Races would be Las Vegas, Talladega, Martinsville, and then the championship four is at Phoenix again this year. All right. Well, there you have it for the truck series. Any, yeah. 
Any specific stories? I, uh, some of your playoff picks are interesting. So I was just like, you think Haley Deegan's getting in? I'd... Uh, yeah, I think she'll either point her way in or can could potentially contend for a, a race win. I mean, I think uh, second year racing. I believe this is second year racing, right? In the truck series. Yes. Uh, yeah, second year and going back to these tracks for a second time. Um, same team, kind of that team getting some footing. Um. I think they're definitely run a lot better than they did last year. That'd definitely be a big jump for her and that team if they're able to pull that off. So Yeah, it would. But, I think I mean well this is definitely gonna be a big year to watch for her to see how much growth she has over the second season, you know, or if they start stumbling and, and how they run. And then um yeah, I mean you left some big names off there, Zane Smith, um I don't even want to say big names, but guys with and 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 that's usually like my just I you know I pick the guys in fast cars you know I go with the the car and not the driver and that's why I like you know I put Chase Purdy in he's gonna be in a fast car with Hattori Enterprises and Jack Wood for GMS put those guys in so yeah so, uh, yeah I was just uh, surprised to hear some of your picks but I like it bold. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not one to shy away from a bold pick. I, I will will admit that. I yep. believe it was last year on the same show. Uh, I picked a Kyle to have 10 wins on the season. I just picked the wrong Kyle. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. <laughs> that would have been the pick of the year if you got that right. Uh, well, yeah. I guess let's move on to the Xfinity series. You got We got 12 drivers to that, uh, start this round. And that starts at Texas, Talladega, and the Roval is the first round of 12 for the Xfinity guys. Hell yeah. Well, you want me to give my 12? You want yeah, to go ahead. Me? Go ahead and give yours. All right. I got I got one big guy in a fast car missing the playoffs. I'm going to say that. But I, the 12 I picked were Ty Gibbs, Justin Allgaier, Josh Berry, Daniel Hemrick, A.J. Allmendinger, Noah Gregson, Sheldon Creed, Sam Mayer, Brandon Jones, Landon Castle, Austin Hill, and Brett Moffitt. No Riley Herbs. He was terrible last year. He would have missed the playoffs if Michael Annette didn't get hurt. I think he misses it this year. Yeah, I, I actually do have him in. I think they, they run better this year. I mean, hell, it can't get much worse, you know. So, if anything, they can only go uphill, so – uh, we'll have to see if they run any better. If not, you definitely think they'll be making a change to get him out of the car and out of the system and, and maybe looking to move Haley Deegan up if indeed she does make the playoffs in the truck series like I think she does and, and put her into an Xfinity car. And we know the monster connection's already there in that 98 car, so that yeah, definitely and, something and to watch out for. Obviously, the Ford performance, it's pr- pretty much – I think they're grooming her for a Stuart Haas race in car. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how how that transition goes. You want to give your 12? Yeah, I will start. And I said this no order. Um, I will go Josh Berry, Noah Gregson, Sheldon Creed. Uh, Sheldon Hodgenshield, I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam Mayer. Uh, Justin Allgaier, Daniel Hemrick, A.J. Omendinger, Ty Gibbs, Austin Hill, uh, and I said Riley Herbst, 
And then uh, we'll do a little bit of let's go Brandon Brown and Brandon Jones. Both make the playoffs. All right. So no Landon Castle from Colleague for you. No, I, I mean, I, I thought that was a uh, – I didn't know that was a full-time car for them. So, they're running, what, three full-time cars? Yep. Uh, yep. It'll be Landon. That. Yep, it'll be Landon. Um, well, then if I had to, I would scratch out Brandon Brown and write Landon Castle. And you said Brett Moffitt as well? I did not. Oh, okay. I, again, I feel like – Who were the last couple you put in? I just... The last four I said? Yeah. I said, Brandon Brown, I said, I'm going to take him out and put in Castle in that full-time ride. Didn't realize they were full-time. Um, I'm just trying to see how many guys Austin Hill. On. Got him. Herps. So, you have Herps. Brandon so I think the So, I think we have 11 of the same 12, and then I have Brett Moffitt. You have Herps. Um, yeah, I mean, I imagine – that's what it seems I imagine like. we had the same twelve or eleven. So, um, so yeah, so there's those twelve, and um, yeah, any other uh, notable guys? You know, uh, Jeb Burton was the guy I really wanted to put in for our motorsports. I think he's going to be contending for a spot, and I mean that. I think that team's they're doing a really good job and trying to get better. So. You know, I'm pulling for them, and I so I kind of I really think they take a step forward with Brett Moffitt. I think Brett Moffitt gets in. I put him in in mine, and I'll I guess I'll give this bold prediction. I think Brett Moffitt wins a race and wins his way in. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of guys that can win a race this year, um, and and hope to see that number go up. I feel like there's usually only a handful of guys that you like regular guys that you feel like could win on any given week, um, and I feel like that number is definitely up this year. So. Hopefully, hopefully we see those guys, the full-time guys, getting more wins. And, and I said that I feel like it's a lot of, it's a tough, lot of, lot of big names to only fill out for twelve-man field. But our motorsports, we mentioned, they're going three full-time cars with Brett Moffitt, Jeb Burton, and Anthony Alfredo. Yep. So uh, I think they'll be a, an interesting team to watch. They're kind of on that same trajectory as, as college racing, I think. Where yeah, there's a lot starting. of teams right in that bubble of, of that are going to either point their way in or not, you know. They're, yeah. They, they, they possibly could win a race, but it's going to be like a sneaky steal win kind of deal. Um, but they're most likely looking to point their way in, and I feel like there's, there's a lot of teams like that. So we could definitely see uh... – See something, something surprising, you know. Somebody surprising missed the playoffs. There, there's uh, not a lot of wiggle room with that. Where I think there, I think there are twelve superior cars. I think there's the three college cars, the four or the three JRM full time guys, three or four, four, the four full time JRM guys, and then the two RCR full time guys the SHR car, and the Gibbs guys. And those are kind of all the superior cars in the series. So I do think, you know, 1 through 12, there's a line, but there's some guys who can definitely – you know, we saw it with Jeremy Clements last year. We saw him race his way into the playoffs. So, And uh, Brandon Bra- – or no, Brandon didn't make it last year, did he? No, he did not. Yeah, Clements got that last spot. Right, but, it was close. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, we definitely know that 
those teams can punch him. But, like, I feel like Brett Moffitt, if he he switched points to uh, Xfinity at, like, a few races into the year, I feel like he would have been right there on that playoff bubble if he had run the full season last year. Mm-hmm. So, well, you want to give your championship four? Uh, yeah. Uh, I got Ty Gibbs, Daniel Hemrick, Josh Berry, and Noah Gregson as my final four. All right. And who's taking home the championship? Mr. Noah Gregson. Yeah. Are you just trolling me? I am not. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fucking with you. I, I, I don't think that's a bad pick at all. I, I think he can definitely do it. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, this is one race format. It's it's anything can happen, and I think he's just due. Uh, I think he's due for a big year this year. We really saw him come on strong towards the the end of last season, um, especially picking up two wins right there before the playoffs um, with Darlington and Richmond back to back weeks, um, and then again at Martinsville, right? Yeah, yeah. So so really coming on strong last year. And, and everything, I'm sure, remains the same on that team. So I think I think uh, he can he can go out and win this race. He is getting a new crew chief. Okay. Dave Ellens was his crew chief before, and he went somewhere. I don't remember where Dave Ellens went, but and who's his new crew chief? Do you know? I don't remember now. Okay. Either way, uh, it's still no no Grayson's a hell of a wheel man, and and it's definitely not out of the realm for him to go to win the championship this year. He's a proven nah. driver in the Xfinity series. But who who you got? So my four, I got three of the same four as you, kind of the same trajectory as you, honestly, with my four. But I got Ty Gibbs, J- uh, Justin Allgaier, Josh Berry, Daniel Hemrick, and I got Justin Allgaier as my champion. Okay. So we have three of the same four with Gibbs, Barry, and Hemrick, and then we both picked a second JRM guy to win the championship. Mm-hmm. I just I went with Justin Allgaier. Man, I've, Justin Allgaier is just – I mean, he's been one of the best drivers in this series at some point. I mean, you like, or for, for years, and you just feel like he has to break through at some point. I yeah. Mean, Phoenix so is such close. a good track for him. Yeah, definitely that style of racetrack is good for that for him as a driver. He's won so many races and been so close so many times. He was fast as hell racing his big block modified over the weekend. So, yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is the year, Justin Allgaier. I think this is going to be my my uh, my my. You know, I feel like I've picked him for four straight years, and like it's it's just going to be one that turns into like my Ed Carpenter Indy 500 pick if it's not on that level anyway but like <laughs> I'm gonna keep picking Justin Allgaier until he wins this championship and I, I truly do think this is the year he can do it yeah it might be bud so yeah I mean the Xfinity series is loaded this year it's gonna be so fun I mean Josh Berry and Ty Gibbs are both gonna win a lot of races and seeing those guys full time is cool I think Sam Mayer is going to be really fast, and he's a guy with a lot of talent you need to watch out for. Land, I'm so excited for Landon Castle in this opera. This is the best opportunity he's had in his NASCAR career, and it seemed like he was a guy that was like out of the sport, and he's had some money come up for him, and now he's going to be going full-time with Kyle Racing. So hope to see Landon Castle break through and get to victory lane once or twice. That's somebody I'm definitely pulling for to have an awesome year. 
Yeah, no doubt about it. Definitely got it. It deserves a good ride like that. Just a good, uh, just a good dude, and like we mentioned, easy guy to root for. Yeah, for sure. All so. right, well, let's get into the Cup Series. Uh, we kind of got a different, different look to the playoffs this year. They've changed up the schedule a little bit. Um, you got the round of 16 being Darlington, Kansas, Bristol. So you lose Richmond. That goes. To, they lose a playoff date and move to before the playoffs. Um, and that's going to be a Sunday afternoon in August, and it's going to be hot as balls. <laughs> uh, then, then we move to the round of 12, Texas, Talladega, the Roval. Um, thank gosh we get Texas out the way early there. And then the round of eight, we go to Las Vegas, Miami, and Martinsville. Damn, man, they, that's crazy. They go cross-country and, like, they go to Las Vegas. I mean, I guess Miami's not that far across the country, but this is wild. They're going to Las Vegas, Miami, Martinsville, back to Phoenix. <laughs> you said Miami's not that far across the country? Not from Charlotte. It's not across the oh. country. You know what I'm saying? It's not. But it's still a, a damn good hike. You know what I'm saying? I was about to say, that's about, I guess, from from Charlotte. Yeah, it's not. But I was about to say, that's about as far across the country as you can get Vegas to Miami. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, no, nah, I definitely that is a weird schedule, but it, I'm glad to see Homestead back in like a prominent date and not just like a forgettable early season race because I feel like Homestead's too good of a racetrack to just kind of we go there one time in March and that's it. Yeah, it, it almost like I, I'm looking at this, it, it's like kind of evens each round out. Whereas like last year to me. The round of 16 was really intriguing. You had these great races, great racetracks. Um, and then the round of 12 had, I believe, two of those with Dega and the Roval. And then you had one eh, race with, I believe it was. Oh, that was Vegas. Vegas, was like Vegas the worst at the time. race of the season. Yeah. And then that set us up for the final round of, of uh, eight, which was Texas. Kansas and and then Martinsville. Martinsville saved everything, you know what I mean? So this kind of I feel like evens everything out where you got two really good races in the first round, you got two really good races in the second round, and then two really good races in the third round. And then we just we had to take our medicine with the mile and a half in each round. But who knows with this new package what the kind of racing we'll see on the mile and a half. Maybe mile and a half is the greatest damn thing since sliced bread, since Joey Logano. Yeah, it could be very much improved on the mile and a half. So I, I'm kind of taking like the the wait the wait and see aspect. Oh no doubt, wait wait and see and hope for the best. Help maybe Richmond even it helps the racing at Richmond. So I'm I'm hopeful for it. I'm excited for it. I mean, I can't remember. I mean, granted, I know we're going, but I can't remember the last time I was this excited for a speed weeks. Uh, it might have been 2013. It might have been a decade ago or so. So. Yeah, just super excited for the new car and the possibilities that it brings. Um, but, yeah, let's get into these playoff picks. Well, so let's just get – the way I wanted to do our playoff picks is, like, let's get, like, the locks out of the way first. So, like, like all four Gibbs guys in. Um, yes. All four Hendrick guys in. Yes. Uh, Kevin Harvick in. Yes. All three Penske, all three Penske guys in. No. 
Okay. All right. So there's our first disagreement. You don't think – I assume you have Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney in? Yes. All right. So so with, we got, what, that's 10, 11 locks between four, get, four Hendrick, four Gibbs, two Penske, and Harvick. And so we both have – so then, do you want to go from there and name our other five? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, so so outside. So yeah, I just wanted to get like get the lock. I feel like it would be monotonous just to like for us to name the same. Yeah, yeah. So um, so I got, five, I got my five highlighted here. Go ahead. Me too. So I got Austin Dillon, Kurt Busch, Brad Keselowski, Austin Cindric, and Tyler Reddick. My other five. Okay, so we bet we we agree on three of those. All right. I got Kurt Bush as well, KB forty five. I have Austin Dillon. I have Tyler Reddick. And I have Bubba Wallace. And this might be a surprise, but they ran really well the other the other week and I think they're gonna be a strong team, especially with our buddy Spotter Brett Griffin on the roof. I think Justin Haley gets his way into the playoffs. Mm, I don't know about that one, Chief. We'll see. But, man, that's that's. So you're taking Justin Haley in over Brad Keselowski, Austin Cindric. That's or uh, b- both. Um, um, what do you call them? Uh, track house cars. Yeah, I'm just curious. So like, it's, do, it's do you think that's off? Do you think that's off a race win, or do you think like they're they point in? Uh, I think it could be either. I mean, I think wow. they can easily point their way in, uh, or I think they're gonna they could. Because uh... I think them pointing their way in is even bolder. It's like, so um, so yeah. I mean, so there's like the, so so right off, I'll say. Uh, you don't have Austin Cindric in. I think he wins a road course race. He's so good on the road. Yeah, yeah, that's what he grew up doing. Wouldn't be surprising yeah. at all. And I mean, still a very good car, Penske car. You know, I I think he he wins a road course race and runs. He's a solid top ten, fifteen guy all year. Um, Austin Dillon, a guy we both put in. He didn't make it last year. I think Austin. I like. I think Austin Dillon is. Going like I told you, he's going to be like my breakout sleep. Like I think he'll win two races this year. I'll say which for like Dylan, like he's never won like multiple races in the same season. I'll say he wins two, maybe three races, and I have him finishing like top ten in regular season points. Like I think Austin Dylan's going to getting ready to have the the best season of his career. Yeah, um, yeah I think the same for him and Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick's now kind of got his feet settled. Uh, gonna have practice again finally in the Cup Series. Uh, these new cars that RCR has basically built from since day one. They were the first ones to test it. Um, can't remember who it was. I was talking to. They were at like a field trip at Richmond, and they they were there for their very uh might have been Scott's son. Somebody was telling me they were there for their very first next gen test that RCR was doing at Richmond. And I was like, man, that's cool shit. So I feel like um, I agree with you there. Like Reddick's a little – I think Tyler Reddick, he, we know he has all the talent. It's just going to be – he's got to rein it in and not overdrive his shit. But, you know, well, the thing like, is that these this 
these composite bodies will be more flexible to that kind of wear and tear that he's going to put to the car when he's up rim riding the thing up against the wall where, he, where he's just bouncing it off the fence and it's not going to really damage it, you know what I mean? Whereas before in the cup cars, if you bent up the sheet metal there, it, it was no good. That's where all your speed was, was right there in the, the fenders of the thing. Whereas this, this will just bend right back out like the Xfinity car that he was so good in. But I think this this year is going to be like in general, like RCR is going to be like an elite team this year. It's definitely going to be like, the resurgence year of RCR. So we're we're in agreement there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Busch is a guy we both agree on and put in his like obviously twenty three XI didn't make it last year, but we agree that you know we talked about it last week like. Kurt Busch is going to, like, if Bubba gets just smoked by Kurt Busch, which I guess I kind of have happening based off my predictions, like, it's going to be a bad look for him, and he's going to have some some splaining to do. Because I think Kurt, like, those cars are going to be fast. They got Toyota power. They got the funding. Kurt Busch is going to get in that car, and he's going to be fast. So we both agree on Kurt Busch being in, and you have, you, you have Bubba in as well. I do. So, so, which to me, it was just loaded. And like a guy we don't agree on that I put in too is, is Brad Keselowski. I think Brad Keselowski, yeah, Roush, not great equipment. We, we agree on that. But I think he's going to make that team better from a financial aspect and from a driver. And like, like I, I look at it the same as like when Kurt went to Ganassi and people thought Kurt was just going to kind of fall into like, irrelevance because like Ganassi equipment wasn't that great and we saw Kurt win a race every year he was at Ganassi while nobody else won there besides Kyle Larson and um I mean I think we're gonna see the same with with Brad at Roush where Brad Keselowski is too good of a driver to not figure this shit like I think just based on get up on the wheel raw talent like Brad Keselowski's a top five driver in NASCAR and, I mean, I think he's going to get up on the wheel of those Roush cars. They're going to struggle at first. But, like, the like he is too good of a driver to me to not make the playoffs. Like, I'd be surprised if he doesn't find some speed in those cars and have some great runs and get that team to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, field is stacked, bro. So, that's just one guy we disagreed on that I wanted to – to get a mention in there. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I disagree that they're going to run bad or by any means. I mean, I have them right right outside the playoffs probably, you know, either trying to point their way in. They might win a race, you know. It's just hard to predict. It's, it's a crapshoot at this point. We, we have no idea, especially with the, this new car. For sure. I mean, this For is literally like this – hell, it might be right. This is literally just throwing it at a dartboard right now. Or to look at a driver lineup and say, okay, here's who I think is going to be good. So, don't hold us to these things. But, yeah, I mean, definitely I think Keselowski will help uh, RFK Racing. Um, And, and yeah, I mean, I think they could definitely pick up a win, if not this year, definitely in the next year too. And I think he definitely gets them back to a competitive state. So, I was thinking – I don't know how far you went in your predictions. You want to name our, maybe our eight and then our four? No, it's just yeah. four. All right. I'm trying well, to get my, the hell to bed, to be honest. My four are, and this isn't in order, but Denny Hamlin, 
Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, and Joey Logano. Yeah. Read those back one more time. Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano. So we don't have any of the same. Wow. Holy shit. That's crazy. Um, I got Kyle Busch, Ryan Blaney, William Byron, and Kevin Harvick. And you said you're not scared to make some bold picks. Kyle uh, Larson, after the year after the year he had last year, not yeah, getting I mean, back. A, a new car. I mean, it's just – I'm not saying he can't adapt. It's just – who knows what's going to happen. Maybe, and I, um, maybe he, I say it's possible he makes the Final Four. And you have William Byron, the only Hendrick car making it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, flashback to last year, I think a few things fall his way. He was uh, he was liable to make the Final Four last year. A few things went his way. Yeah, you can say the same with Alex Bowman. If he was, you know, obviously he won at Martinsville. If he was able to get to that round of eight, he would have been in too. So, uh, all those Hendrick guys were really strong. But, yeah, to me, it's like, like I've said all along, the cream's always going to rise to the top. And, you know, I picked in my mind the four best guys, the four best teams, you know, when you put that together. I, I don't want to say the – I mean, that sounds like I'm, like, discounting other guys, but just based off how good we saw these teams run last year and then uh, my debate for the last spot was – My thing through. is you, you can't base anything off of last year or, hell, even – even last weekend, you know, it's just like it's such a crapshoot. I just I've, I, I have no the best idea. Team still, yeah. Well, and that, I mean, if you look at it, I got one guy from Gibbs, one guy from Penske, one guy from Hendrick, one guy from Stewart Haas. So definitely, I think the cream will rise to the top, and the, the the teams with the most money will be the fastest team still. Yes, because it's racing, and that's just how everything works. You know, that's just how racing works. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just going to be interesting to see how everything progresses throughout the year. I'm excited for it. Um, I, I, just, I don't know. I'm interested, intrigued by it. And my debate for the last spot was, like, between, like, Logano, Truex, Blaney, and, like, I really didn't want to pick Truex and just do the same four as last year. Dude, so. honestly, like, I mean, besides the five guys that we uh, highlighted that we have different, Pick any four of those, they'll make it. You know what I mean? No doubt. Like, we could see, I mean, like... A, we could sit here and debate it all damn night long. But, yeah, it's just crazy the talent that goes into it, especially now. I mean, you will do a, a preview show um, down the road here. We'll have to definitely go back and flashback and listen to this and see how we did, and we'll talk about that later, you know, kind of compare how we did. Um... Well, do you want to name your your champion? And then I'll uh, name mine. I have mine. If you want me to go first, go ahead. All right, I got Chase Elliott as my champion, getting back on top. Second championship in three years. The Cyrene fires up in Dawsonville, and Chase Elliott wins his second Cup Series championship. Okay, I will go. Um... The third new champion in th- three years, young Ryan Blaney. All right, there you go. I'd say it's a little bold. It's not like cra- it's not like crazy, but still bold to, you know, think he 
because Blaney's kind of been like right on the cusp of. Yeah, like, I think this is like level. you could have said last year was his breakout year. I think this was really his breakout year if he can if they get some cars that that work for him. You know, I think he can put put it together. He ran ran really good in all the tests this year so far. All right. Well, we both go with younger champions. I go with a guy to get his second. You go with a guy to get his first. So. Yep. Well, hell yeah. Well, there's the season picks, and so. All yeah, right, anything... well, let's get into it. The picks for this weekend, bud. All right. Well, we got trucks. We'll be. I guess we'll probably be listening to trucks a little bit on the way down there. We'll get in Friday night, and then we'll definitely be watching it on the on our phones or something on the drive down. And then we got the the beef. It's what's for dinner. Three hundred on Saturday. And to be honest, no, I'm not even gonna say it. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? Nothing. Nothing. I don't want to hear that now. <laughs> you can't give a tease like I that. I was just uh, here. I, I, let me let me let me, <laughs> let me let me do something. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Was... What I was looking at earlier is not. It doesn't look like it's even gonna happen now. So uh-huh. just discard anything I just mentioned. All right, and then we got Sunday. Well, I want to say, we, yes, we'll be watching the trucks on the way down. The big show, the Daytona 500 on Sunday. Well, so that truck race, who you got there? Uh, you go ahead. Sorry, I'm oh, man. I'm busy. flipping it right on me. Yeah, I am. Go ahead. <laughs> um. All right, I, I'm ready. Right, I will take ahead. the guy that – one, I think it was last year. It was either last year or 2020. Yeah, 2020. Grant Infinger? Yeah, he won 2020. Okay, yeah, 2020. I was going to go Grant Infinger. God, who won last year? Uh, oh, Ben Rhodes. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, because he went back to back. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll go with a surprise pick. New team. Don't, yeah, fuck it. Spire Motorsports, Austin Hill. He won 2019. Also goes a little bit of an upset, but he won this race in 2019. He's good at these tracks. Spire's going to have a good truck, I imagine. I wanted to pick Jordan Anderson because he's been so close in this race a couple times now, but I'll go with Austin Hill for Spire Motorsports. All right. And then Um, Saturday. Who you got under the lights for Saturday night? Ooh, baby. Um, you know, we talked about him a little bit, how everybody's rooting for him to have a big year this year, uh, pulling for the good story, and I'll say he gets it done. First career win, college racing, Landon Castle wins it on Saturday. That's a good, a good pick there. I'm going to stick with the theme, um, but it's not going to be his first career win. It'll be his second career win. It'll be Daniel Hemrick with colleague race. <laughs> if Daniel Hemrick gets a win on Saturday, we're getting we're we're staying up all night getting drunk. <laughs> yeah, I believe Hemrick. Uh, we you, we talked about both pick uh, colleague drivers. We think they'll be strong. I mean, they work super well in the drafting events there in Daytona and Talladega. So I definitely look for those cars to be strong. Um, we'll see, it'll be interesting to see if. Uh, I feel like the new. I feel like they definitely we can call them the new and improved JRM lineup. Um, if they try to rival something like that um, with that younger lineup over there, 
So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. If Hamrick or uh, if if Brandon wins on Saturday, we might not make it to the five hundred. Yeah, what race? Buddy? What race on Sunday? There's a race on Sunday. Yeah. Is that today? All yeah. right. Who you got for the big event, bud? Well, we talked about him a lot. I've hyped him up on this podcast, and I'll say he, he gets his second career Daytona five hundred win. Austin Dillon gets to victory lane and to me this is unlike his first Daytona 500 where he got that win on the last lap I think he is going to be a commanding car in this race they're going to have those cars ready to go and have a lot of speed under them and I think he finished third in last year's 500 Austin Dillon gets to victory lane in the Daytona 500 and I'll say leads to most laps all right Wow, that's a lot. That's a that's a bit of a bold prediction, but maybe. Um, For Dale, baby. <laughs> and I was at his first 500 win. Nice. That was your first one, right? Yep. Hell yeah. Yep, it was 2018 last year, and this year will be my three 500s. All right. Um, I'm going to go with the guy. It's kind of a... Uh, your what is your guy to win the Indy 500? Who oh, Ed Carpenter. Yeah, it's kind of kind of like kind of running joke like you. I'm gonna go go with it, go with it until it happens. Kyle Busch to win the Daytona 500. Uh, and we will not make it home if that happens. Yeah, we will be passed out in the grandstands. <laughs> yeah, we might not. Be, we, I might have to switch my flight for that one. <laughs> Yeah, we're I, – I, I, shit. I mean, we might just live in Daytona on the grandstands if that happens. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, hopefully that happens. Uh, I mean, hell, it's a new car. Nobody knows anything about it. I feel like Kyle Busch is one of the best drivers to adapt to kind of an unknown situation like that. Um, he, he seemed pretty happy there after, after the practice session this evening. And, uh, I mean, as I said, it's hard to tell. Um, there wasn't much drafting going on, just a lot of single car runs and a few drafting little packs. So later in the week, hopefully we'll be able to tell who has a faster car. But yeah, I got I got Kyle Busch getting it done this year. Dude, you pick you literally picked my favorite driver in all three series. Like if you get those predictions right, Grant wins, Hamrick wins, Kyle Busch wins. Like, like. My, like my car is gonna burn to the ground. Like it's gonna be like the greatest weekend of my life if your three picks land. <laughs> I'm, I'm trolling you, bud. I'm trolling you. Like you picked my three favorite drivers, like in all three series. Like so, like if that happens, we are going to have a fantastic weekend. Hell yeah, man! All right, well it's uh what Tuesday night as we record this nine forty six. I don't know if you'll get it us out tonight or tomorrow, but get it out as soon as you can. And we we'll, we got that giveaway. Don't forget to use the code word koozie for extra entry. Uh, I said DM us that or somehow tell us give it tell us koozie. Just send us that word. Koozie uh, in my hand, just the sun. Yeah, bud. Let's, let's go. We got qualifying tomorrow night. Single car runs qualifying tomorrow. And then that puts us to Thursday for the duels. And Friday, it's wheels up, man, to, to, to make in Georgia. And then pick, you pick me up and we head down to the beach. Yes, sir. 
I could not be more excited, man. Let's get after it. Yes, sir. Uh, All right, dude. Well, I'll see you later this week then. All right, bro. Holler at you. See you.